Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for the bigger picture with Ryan Huang. And we are taking a look at OCBC earnings this morning. There's quite a bit to digest, including what their CEO, Helen Wong, had to say. Yeah, let's dive into what we have for the second quarter results coming through. And we have a 28% jump in quarterly profit as OCBC benefited from rising interest rates. So that came in at $1.48 billion. That is up from $1.16 billion a year earlier and above the consensus forecast of $1.22 billion. And looking at what Helen Wong said, she is indicating that the bank has benefited from rising interest rates and that led to net interest income reaching a new high from loan growth. Also looking at the heightened market volatilities where it is seeing wealth management doing well as well as healthy new insurance sales. So all in, let's dive into the details with Kelvin Wong. He is the analyst at CMC Markets. Morning, Kelvin. Hi, good morning to you. Kelvin, let's look at the OCBC results. 28% jump in quarterly profit. Does Mm. this align with expectations of how the bank results will have come in for you? Uh, Yes, definitely. So everything is pretty much in line with expectation. If you look at uh, last quarter, the last three months' performance has been pretty much driven by a global rise in interest rates. So what we could see, especially for OCBC net profit, a seven contributor come from net interest income, which is definitely in relation with the rising global uh, interest rate. So for the first half, I would say net interest income actually has a significant uh, positive contributor to the bottom line, uh, contributing at around 301 million to be precise here. So what you could see is uh, the evidence of this mm. uh, picking up an uptrend of mean, which is the net interest margin. Previously, in the last three months, it's pretty much flattish. So uh, it's been a kind of upturn. So for last quarter, it's actually at a positive 1.71%, an increase from 1.55% in the previous quarter. Yeah, so that's up 16 basis points quarter on quarter. Where do you see yes. NIMS going from here on? Is it all front-loaded already or are we expecting even okay. more increases? So what I'm actually interested uh, in, if you look at the trajectory of mm. NIMS, like we look at the, the current situation on the guidance of developed nation uh, central banks. Also, they're actually on the path of uh, targeting interest rates. So I do not see a pause anytime so soon in this uh, next uh, three, six months ahead. So I do believe that uh, NIM is still on the upward trend. Yeah, here's the other thing, um, Kelvin. When we look at the headlines, we see talk about recession and yes. some companies not doing too well, especially mm. with the rising interest rates. It's just keeping them away from borrowing from um, yes. those higher levels. And that's just... T- seeing them tighten their purse strings. So when you look at the loans growth projections, uh, where do you see it going? This is a, a, a very interesting, uh, I would say, significant development that we should be considering going forward with a forward-looking analysis. So definitely we're talking about uh, this heightened inflationary environment uh, locally as well as globally. Uh, very likely we start to see a tightening of this uh, thirst for, uh, we call it, capital investment and even individual borrowings. So what we could see over here is that uh, potentially we start to see a slowdown in what we call loan growth. And most of the concern over here is that this significant geographical region in terms of OCBC uh, portfolio, the highest after Singapore will be Greater China region. Mm. So if you look at Greater China, it consists of Hong Kong, it consists of Macau. So definitely Hong Kong itself is greater than mainland China, but I do believe that Hong Kong itself seems like a proxy for uh, borrowings from China uh, corporation. So what we could see over here is that China itself, uh, potentially uh, there could be a huge problem or challenge 
for the uh, 5.5% uh, annual growth target to be hit this year, given that what we see, uh, China PMI number has been weak in the last uh, month or so, yeah. Yeah, so loans, know, uh, growth, yeah, growth has started to slow down, so that, 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 that could be a big challenge from there. Yeah. yeah, loans grew 3% for OCBC in the latest quarter. And looking at some of the comments from Helen Wong, uh, she's mm. saying the quality of OCBC's loan portfolio remains healthy and they remain vigilant and are proactively monitoring their books for any signs of weakness. And I'm looking at allowances. Allowances set aside for bad loans fell 69% from a year yes. ago and they were lower at $116 million versus three. 393 million. What does this tell you about its confidence in the economy? Yeah, so it seems to me that, to me, uh, from what I see right now, it's definitely it's a bit optimistic given the current situation that, that, that we are facing right now. So this particular component over here could be a big risk going forward in uh, Q3, Q4 that uh, investors should actually keep a lookout for. So uh, to me, it's a bit rosy given that if we could start to see if you look at the, the multi-nation uh, uh, MNCs corporation, there has been uh, giving what I call very large guardians, mm. especially in terms of hiring uh, from Apple, from Microsoft, uh, even from Facebook itself. Yeah. All right, let's take a look at OCBC's share price. Last trading at $11.82. Over the past 12 months, it's down over 3%. Year-to-date, yep. it's up over 3%. Looking at the earnings, or rather dividends, it's declaring $0.28, cents, and that is higher by $0.03 cents from a year ago. How attractive yes. is this right now for you as an investor to get into? First of all, if you look at OCBC itself, together with the other two banks, EPS and UOB, they're definitely, uh, what I call it, Defensive play given the current heightened environment right now, especially in the area, uh, in, in the, uh, we call it an environment of a heightened inflation rate. So if you look at the current OCBC increase of this, uh, their, their, their interim dividend. So, uh, on the approximate, approximately the forward dividend year is about 4.8%. So that's definitely an attractive yield, uh, mm-hmm. over the 10 year Singapore government bond yield, which is 2.55%. And also, uh, currently also above our core inflation rate decision in June is at 4.4%. Slightly above, yeah. So that that actually uh, a bit of like a premium in terms of a defensive uh, play right now. So if we look at going forward from a very short term uh, momentum perspective, uh, momentum has been picking up in the last three weeks or four weeks or so. Uh, given that price actually has to close above its fifty-day uh, moving average, which is that uh, I think a support as eleven point fifty dollars right now. Okay, we've heard from UOB. Uh, they saw an 11% increase in second quarter earnings. OCBC today up 28% for its quality profit. And DBS tomorrow, what are you looking out for when we get the results from DBS tomorrow, Kelvin? Okay, so definitely uh, DBS, what I'm interested in over here is especially their wealth management component because given that uh, DBS over the last couple of years has been shifting forward to more of a non-income-based segment. So definitely this is a segment to look out for. Especially, in fact, uh, if you look at UOB and OCBC, they do face a bit of downside pressure in the first half of this year for their wealth management segment due to heightened volatility in uh, the financial market. So definitely uh, this particular uh, segment for DBS I'm looking out for. And most importantly, as well as the guardians from the senior management about going forward, uh, what do they expect uh, given the current like, master uh, uh, macro environment and as well as inflationary, uh, uh, heightened inflationary that is still pretty much sticky right now and how they're going to navigate uh, between this uh, scenario where you could start to see slower growth but persistence uh, inflation going forward in the next uh, three to six months. All right, we'll watch out for DBS's results out tomorrow morning. We've been chatting Kelvin Wong. He is an analyst at CMC Markets. Kelvin, thanks for your time this morning. My pleasure.
Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.